Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, everyone. I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. So welcome to all of the listeners. And this show that I'm going to be doing today is the Getting Love Right show, and it's why most boundaries don't hold up. So today we've got a really cold day in Melbourne. We're in summer now, but you would not know it today. But it's going to be awesome for me because in two days' time I am off to a tropical island for a couple of weeks. And I can't wait. So for you poor Melbournians that are still in this weather, I really hope it picks up for you for the next couple of weeks because it's going to be really, really warm and hot where I am. But I'm still going to be doing radio shows. I'm going to be doing them from the island. So I wish I'd be able to do them on cam for you so you could see where I am. But uh, that's going to be really exciting. And I'm still going to be working and I'm still going to be doing articles, etc., But I do promise you there will be a few cocktails and in the lagoon in between. I can't help it. I have to do it. But anyway, on with the show today. This is a really, really important show. And this show is why most boundaries don't hold up. So the description of the show, this show is a really important boundary setting show. And it will describe to you why you may be enduring unfulfilling and even abusive relationships, as well as why you've been struggling to honour and respect yourself. So during this show, you're going to discover key ways to reverse you compromising yourself so that you can be truly aligned in healthy self-love and self-value and be a match to real, fulfilling and genuine love. So you may have had the experience, I certainly have, when it is so scary and heartbreaking, when you know you need to set boundaries and you need to honour yourself. You know you have to say no more to what is happening, yet the situation turns and you find yourself being overwhelmed with panic. Then despite knowing what has been happening to you is killing you, you hook in, you fight back, you try to get accountability, or you drop your rights. You drop the right to not accept inapplicable behaviour, you concede and you give in to unreasonable demands because of the terror of rejection or abandonment. 
So you may have had that experience. I certainly have. And it's awful. Now before I go launching into a full explanation of boundaries, I really want to open with this disclaimer because I want to explain the difference between boundaries and compromise. All relationships have times of not agreeing and times when it can't be about you and it actually can't be about him or her, it needs to be about us. It needs to be about the relationship. And it's about what provides the relationship with safety, growth and trust. No partner is going to be perfect just as you will never be. Relationships are about being the support, the compromise, the care, the belief, the truth in the relationship. To not make it all about yourself and to truly value what the relationship requires to heal, grow, be safe and thrive. So the information I'm talking about today is not about the healthy compromise. It's about the necessity for boundaries in regard to inapplicable behaviour. It is This information is about when your values, yourself and the ideals of your life are being compromised and harmed. So the truth is many of us may not be able to set boundaries simply because we know we need to. Being able to set boundaries is so much more than just a logical decision. So we have to look at what we have to accomplish before we can hold boundaries and really mean them. And the first thing is, is we need to establish a sense of self. And that's really, really important. There's a wonderful, wonderful book, which is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffries. Now, she does some amazing stuff with her writing. And what she talks about is that power or personal power is looked at as being a lot of people really struggle with that word and women struggle with that word about personal power. They think it's unfeminine or it's not right or we're meant to hand our power over. Now, what Susan Jeffries talks about is authentic power. Powerful people are full. They have a sense of self and they have a definition of self. And it's really interesting because we can go to abuse of power or people are going to think I'm too powerful or whatever. The truth of the matter is, is that when you have a, sense of, a healthy sense of self, when you have personal power, that is when you are going to be the most likely to be loving, to be gentle, to be compassionate, to be truthful, to be in your integrity because you're not insecure and fearful. You're being true to yourself. You're being true to other people. And that's what a sense of self is all about. So in order to perform boundaries, we need to have a sense of self. We need to have personal power because it's important in knowing that we cannot act as who we are if we don't know who we are. And that's an inner thing. You can't actually get that from another person. You can't have another person give you your sense of self. You have to create it within yourself. To act a certain way, you need to be a certain way. So if we are unclear of who we are and what our truth is and what we will or will not accept, this causes emotional confusion, 
that can really make us second guess and concede our boundaries. If we are not 100% clear on what we will accept and what we will not, our boundaries are not going to hold up because we're not in our personal truth and in our personal power. Now the truth is, for many of us, we may not have realized clearly what is or what is not okay in our life. And generally this is because we have not realized what we do or we don't deserve in life. We're looking at life through a limited lens rather than being unlimited and knowing that we are the genuine source that creates every outcome in our life. And we do not think or we may not believe that we actually have the personal power, that's that word again, to create self-worthiness and self-respect. We may have been conditioned by role models who were also unclear about their boundaries or or maybe even violated our boundaries, which caused us to believe that it was not okay to have rights in our own life and that the only way to be loved and accepted was to allow our boundaries to be violated. So setting boundaries requires a solidness within ourselves. It requires the knowing of who we are, what our truth is, and what we will accept as this truth. To be and gain something in your life that you want, you need to become these qualities yourself. Do you wish to be love, peace, kindness, and integrity? In order to receive these qualities in your life, you have to live your life by these qualities. And this firmly also means you need to stop participating with people who don't have that personal power or that belief or that commitment to living by these qualities themselves. If we haven't yet established this firm sense of self, then our boundaries fall over, we'll concede. An abuser or a person will recognize, consciously or subconsciously, when your sense of self is not firm and therefore can be taken advantage of. He or she can continue the poor behavior, play on your blind spots, which are your insecurities, and get you to accept behavior that is not safe, healthy, loving, or in integrity behavior that the abuser does not need to take responsibility for. So taking responsibility for our boundaries, part of the solidness that we require is the knowing that we alone are responsible for setting the parameters of the truth, peace, kindness and love we wish to have in our life. And if another person is not these things, that we will love ourselves enough commit to ourselves enough and stand firmly in our truth in order to walk away to be aligned with those values that are our truth. An enormous part of establishing ourselves and taking that responsibility is admitting if we have allowed behavior in our life which clearly hurts and continues to hurt. This could include narcissistic behavior such as continual untruth, projections, lack of accountability, tit-for-tat punishments, continued abandonment followed by our love use, and other forms of abuse. We need to understand if we continue to allow it and we stay attached to it, 
it is going to continue in our life. The truth is, if abuse is happening in your life, you don't have enough effective boundaries and self-love and that personal inner power to say, no, this is not the life I choose to live anymore. We are always going to get in life what we are prepared to accept. No more and no less. So let's have a look at establishing our deservedness and our self-worth. And we need to look at why this is important and what happens with our boundaries when we don't have deservedness and self-worth. When we don't have deservedness and self-worth, we struggle to believe in and know that we deserve to live a happy, safe, respectful life of integrity. We may unconsciously believe this is all I'm worth, and we may cling to the crumbs of hope for love and acceptance and safety and truth in the midst of being hurt and abused. We may struggle to believe that we can handle being alone, starting all over again, creating our own life, or that we have the resources, confidence or positive energy to go after the life we want and manifest it into being. We may feel reliant on somebody else doing it for us even someone who is abusing us. So we're going to have a look at the fears that can be holding you back from setting boundaries. And what are the main fears that hold people back from setting boundaries? And what happens to our boundaries when these fears are running our life? The main fears that hold us back in setting certain boundaries are the fear of being a power and a creative source to ourselves, and instead giving into the neediness and the reliance on others to be this source for ourselves. We may be terrified of being left alone, not winning approval, of being rejected, abandoned or punished. We may feel that compliancy and handing our power over, despite it hurting us over and over again and further diminishing our self-worth, is preferable than facing the fear of having to walk out the door if necessary. We wonder if it came to that, then what? If we are paralyzed, depressed and powerless in our ways of thinking and feeling about how we can create our life ourselves, then we are going to be a candidate for very poor boundary setting and accepting unacceptable behavior. So it all comes back to really establishing who you are. And this is a really, really good exercise that you can do for yourself. And it's about some really important questions that you can ask yourself and then you can answer them in a list. And the questions, the first one is, is what do you stand for? What qualities are you prepared to practice in your everyday life? What are you prepared to accept in your life as your truth? What kind of person would you like to be remembered as? That your nearest and dearest said about you on your funeral day. What type of person would you like to be? Okay, so when you spend some time with these questions, you can write a list of these qualities down. And it can be a really great idea to understand law of attraction 
Because when we do, there's really only one healthy choice to make. And this is, I wish to be love, I wish to be peace, I wish to be kindness, support and integrity. They're all the values of humanity that if everybody embraced those and espoused those values, how different would the world be? Because those values are what true love looks like. It's how it operates and it's the basis for how love survives grows and thrives and of course your list can expand out much further than this it may include creativity joy great friendship laughter positive personal growth personal responsibility all of those things and you might want to really take time with this list and your who I am list you can write it up you can hang it somewhere where you could view it every day. Maybe you want to write it in a journal and maybe you want to read it or rewrite it to yourself over and over so that you really, really embrace and become these qualities. And the truth is, when you get very solid on this and know it as your reality and truth of who you are and how you live, you can infuse your life with being and connecting to the people and things that are these qualities and let go of the people who aren't. In order to start receiving what you want from life, which is love, integrity, truth, support, peace, kindness, compassion, in order to start receiving it, you need to start living it and you need to start saying no to what isn't these things, which is abuse, lies, fear, pain, and you need to firmly establish what you are willing to accept and what you are not willing to accept. Real love is love. It's not toxicity, power games, abuse and fear. It is not insanity, twists and turns and repeat unthinkable and atrocious behaviour. We want to receive sanity, integrity and kindness in our life and in love. And in order to receive them, we need to become them. And the truth is for all of this, we are what we be and what we say yes to and we are not what we say no to. So another exercise that you can do that is really, really beneficial, get a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. On one side write what I am willing to accept and on the other side write what I am not willing to accept. Spend some time and put a lot of thought into this because this step will dictate what you will and will not receive in the present and the future of your life. And write as many qualities as you can think of for both sections. Okay, and one is the aligned qualities and one is the non-aligned qualities, the ones that you don't want to create in your life. And this can be a really great list to refer to in the times that you may feel drawn to going back to accepting abuse and what you will notice that the more that you work with the who I am list and you bring that you infuse that into your life you practice it you become it you do it and the more that you say no to the things that aren't that for you truly you are going to lose all attraction to who isn't these qualities when you live your life by them and you truly feel them as your truth 
And you do have the personal power to choose the new you. And the new you is the person you want to be. Because when you be it, you are it. And then you're the receiver of it. So taking responsibility for you and your boundaries is really, really important. Because when you look at the list of the things that you don't want, you need to take responsibility. Ask yourself, have I contributed to these things? And it is very, very true. And we need to absolutely embrace this, that when you have belief systems and fears and insecurities that have attracted these issues into your life, it's really important to take responsibility and work on these fears. Feel into your belief systems. Find the ways to clear and heal the fear and the pain of unhealthy behavior that you have been receiving, you have been allowing, and you have been hooking into. Clear the fear and the pain of all the things that you have received in love that hurt. Clear the fear and the pain of unavailable love partners that aren't in their integrity to truly love and create yourself as per your belief systems to be true, committed, healthy love and the perfect match for more of the same. Because the truth is, if you haven't been valuing yourself, you can't be valued. And if you are not fully available to love without fear, you're also going to attract somebody into your life that is not in their personal power to love without fear. It's always going to be a match. You really need to forgive everything and everyone that has hurt you and take the responsibility to accept the gift of gratitude, of now being able to heal your belief systems, heal your fear, heal your pain that has contributed contributed and kept you in being a match for unacceptable behavior. It's hugely, hugely important. So that is really a very, very big inner job. And it's an inner job that can just make such a difference when you commit to it. It's, uh, it, it's freedom. So how to work on our self-worth and deservedness. So in order to work on our self-worth and our deservedness, we need to work out what has not been working for us in regard to setting healthy boundaries, valuing ourselves enough to say no so that we can heal and clean that up. And these are the reasons why you may not have been stating and holding boundaries effectively or living your life by them. So you can go back into incidences in your life when you haven't spoken up or have ineffectively spoken up but just handed your power over or when you may have clung on, been needy and taken the blame even though you are clearly receiving behavior and treatment that is not your truth or you're even experiencing abuse. And what you need to do is you need to go back in your memory into those times, into those incidences and really feel into them. Feel into the pain and the panic and those times where you did sell yourself out and write about the insecurities and the fears that come up for you. What you will notice is patterns and these fears, these insecurities more than likely played out for you in childhood. 
They're the fears which allow you to compromise yourself and when you don't feel powerful and when you may even feel like you will literally die if you try to uphold your truth and honour yourself rather than give in and conceive and allow yourself to live in unfulfilling and abusive situations. Because these fears have been tricking you up in regard to creating and holding boundaries and they need to be healed. Sometimes realizing these fears and these refraining of them can work and this needs you to truly find them and start creating more empowered belief systems for yourself. So for example, fear of abandonment may have been really big for you and how this could play out for you as soon as you try to stand up for yourself or ask for accountability or ask for support or ask for apology, when feeling abused in a given situation, he or she abandons me. This person tells me the relationship is over when I try to go for support or truth or integrity. And the result can be you feel panicked, you fear you're unloved, you feel rejected, you feel unimportant to this person and you try to hook him or her back in to not leaving you even if it means coming back to more abuse. Or the other result is because of that fear of abandonment and knowing that button could be pushed, that you try to walk on broken glass, you try not to trigger this person abandoning you, which means that you endure abuse, you endure this person not taking responsibility and you keep trying to manage that person and keep them happy rather than stepping on the trigger. And eventually, of course, something is going to happen. You're going to feel like you're breaking down, you again come back into trying to have rights and you get abandoned again. So the reframe on this pattern that you can do for yourself is the connecting to and aligning with, I am a source to myself of love, peace, well-being and calmness. I am safe and all of life supports me. Being rejected by someone who is abusive is not a threat to me. It's a gift to be released from abuse into peace and wholeness and my true choice of love and living. And when you can actually shift that old stuff that's been tripping you up and come back into what Susan Jeffries talks about so much, which is your personal power, which is your fullness, which is you knowing you are a source to yourself and that you can align and create your truth, well then the fear goes and you become what you want to receive and you say no to what you don't. So identically, what you really need to do is dig out every reason you may be compromising yourself and not holding your boundaries. Find your triggers, find your insecurities, find your blind spots. Find out what your fears have been by going honestly and deeply within yourself in order to refrain them. And if you are having problems holding boundaries and you know that you're in unfulfilling, abusive and or abusive situations, and especially if they are abusive, 
and they have, uh, you have identified that certain behaviours and patterns are narcissistic, then I really do thoroughly suggest the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program for people that are struggling to set boundaries to abuse. And that doesn't matter whether or not you're still in the relationship or you're past the relationship. Because if you still have fears or you're still trying to recover from abuse, well then that interpersonal power and your boundaries do need to have some work. So it can really assist you in healing this, especially if you're not sure how to dig into these fears and these insecurities, find them and reframe them because the program assists you to give you the process to be able to do that. So just to go over this show again in regard to boundaries, the first point is, is write a list about who you wish to be. And who you wish to be, we're all one. You're connected to everything. You cannot receive and experience anything other than what you are deeply being yourself. So write your list out. Who do you wish to be? These are things that you want in your life. It's integrity, it's genuineness, it's support, it's love, it's kindness, it's compassion, it's truth. Expand on that list. But they're the foundational points because that's what love that's what source, that's what humanity looks like. So who I am is those things. And then you can go into creativity and more of your outer expression in, in life. But your inner foundation are those first things that I mentioned. Then go into a list of that, split it in the middle. What I will accept in my life, what is my truth, what I'm aligned with, what is not my truth. Okay, and write those two lists out about what you will and won't accept. Then you need to go into what I won't accept and you need to take responsibility for that. And your third list is going to be about how have I contributed? What has been my fears, my pain, my unresolved stuff that has created and brought this into my life? And we need to clean that up. We need to heal that. We need to reframe that. So that could be your fears of abandonment or insecurity. They're going to be the things in there that actually compromise you valuing yourself. You may have beliefs that I want somebody else to value me before I can value myself. I want somebody else to love me before I can value myself. Now those of you that are actually on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program and you have the goal setting MP3, you can shift those beliefs. That means you haven't been valuing yourself. You haven't been full and in your personal power to be and only say yes to the values that you want to live to and say no to the ones you don't. So if you have the program, have a go back through this show. It's actually going to be a newsletter as well and Empowered Life and Love and really think about this. You know, some of the key stuff can be I've been scared to take my personal power. I actually believe somebody had to give me my value. Somebody had to give me my, my love. Somebody had to give me my truth. I didn't know I could claim it myself. If you clear those limiting beliefs and you align to the goals of being those things yourself, you are going to find a massive difference in the way you feel about honoring and valuing yourself. So I really, really hope this show helps. 
and it's going to be wonderful during next week's show on a gorgeous tropical island. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? I'm so excited. But uh, that's it for me and if you have any questions about the show at all, you can pop them on Facebook and um, I hope you've enjoyed and I hope that made a lot of sense to you. So that's it for me, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Lots of love. Bye-bye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.